welcome to General Conference Conversations, where we have conversations about General Conference. I'm your host, Kaylin, and I'm super excited to be here with you studying the words of Christ's chosen leaders. I hope you enjoy. Hello, hello, and welcome back to General Conference Conversations. We are so close to finishing the first session already. We have this one and then President Nelson's on Friday and then we'll be on to the Saturday afternoon session which is super exciting. I am going to work really hard this week <laughs> to um, get the next session into the study guide form if you guys are still interested in that at all. Um, it's still up. Um, find it in the description video or podcast description. It's also linked on all of my social medias. You can find it in, if you're still interested in, in having a physical paper study guide. And I'm hoping, I personally think it'd be a cool Christmas present. I'm hoping to get some physical copies, like spiral bound copies um, that you can buy before Christmas. We'll see, we'll see if I can find somewhere that will, that will help me do that. But as for today, we are going to talk about Elder Rasband's talk from um, Saturday morning session. And as, as always, I invite you to listen to or read the talk before you come and listen to me talk about it so that you can get your own personal revelation and uh, things that stand out to you and things that the Lord is um, trying to convey to you. Even just looking over if you took notes during conference as well, see if there's anything that stood out to you there. Um, honestly, I think this will be a kind of a shorter episode um, because it's a pretty straightforward talk. It's a lot of stories, uh, which I probably won't read all of them because you can read them. Um, but this talk, his whole talk, is really his testimony of the Book of Mormon and an invitation to all of us to, to share the Book of Mormon with people around us. And he starts out by talking about the, the way that the phrase this day, um, sorry, he starts out by pointing out that the phrase this day is used repeatedly to call attention to counsel, promises, and teachings in the Book of Mormon. Um, and the general conference, well, he talks about King Benjamin, um, which is actually the second time that King Benjamin has been mentioned in this um, conference, which is kind of cool. Um, He, we talk about General, he talk, oh my goodness, he talks about King Benjamin talking about this day, these are the words, um, and this day, these words are important um, for this day. And, which of course is a harken back to the fact that, you know, we believe that the Book of Mormon was written for our day to bring the church back to the earth, <clears throat> Christ's true full church back to the earth this day at this time and that these words were written for us 
uh, even though they were written 2,000 years ago, right? So then he um, holds up his copy, an old copy of his, the Book of Mormon, um, which is also another fun fact that I noticed as I was watching that there were two, like, visual aids <laughs> held up in general conference, which doesn't happen very often. Um, I can't remember who was the other one that held something up, but um, because I just thought of it and now I'm blanking who it was. But he holds up this old 1970, he calls it his vintage edition of the Book of Mormon. It's the old one with the old like blue cover. That says the Book of Mormon has a Angel Moroni on it. And then it has a sticker his missionary name, Elder, Elder Ron Rasband, across it. Um, and he, he lists a bunch of truths that, um, that he has gained witness of as, as he's reading, the, as he's been reading the Book of Mormon, um, that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, He's my savior, these scriptures are the word of God, and the gospel is restored. And then he gives backstory for learning those truths, the actual, like, how that happened, basically. Um, that when he got, he served his mission in England, and... When he got to the mission, their mission president uh, challenged them to read an unmarked copy of the Book of Mormon at least twice as a missionary. And the first time they were to mark or underline everything that pointed to or testified of Jesus Christ. And then the second time his mission president said to highlight principles and doctrine of the gospel. And then he showed, um, a, he has, shows a picture of his very heavily marked Book of Mormon, all in different colors and notations in, in the um, margins, that's the word. And this picture made me really happy because I have a very similar Book of Mormon. This, um, well, this cover was made by one of my roommates, one of the other sisters that I share an apartment with as a missionary. And then this is the very well-loved Book of Mormon whose spine is coming apart. And I'll show you why in a minute. Um, but we were, the day after I got into the mission, we went back to the mission office for trainings and introductions and all of the logistical stuff being a missionary. And on the table in front of each of our places was a blank Book of Mormon um, that looked in much better condition than this one is. <laughs> this is very well loved, but the kind that we would go tracting with, that we would give people. And our mission president gave us a very similar, um, I saw my, my marker in here, awkward. Um, he gives a very, very similar challenge to read the Book of Mormon um, it's actually, oh, I actually still have it in the front cover. Um, it says, Dear New Arizona Mesa Missionary, we invite you to begin immediately to read this copy of the Book of Mormon 
from cover to cover. As you do so, focus on Jesus Christ and his atonement. Highlight in different colors, one, each reference to Jesus Christ, two, his words spoken by him or his or by prophets, and when they say, thus saith the Lord, and three, his attributes. After you have finished reading and marking this book, discuss what you have learned with your companion. We encourage you to read the Book of Mormon throughout your mission and to repeat this process, highlighting references to faith in Christ, repentance, baptism, the gift of the Holy Ghost, and other fundamental principles of the gospel. We promise that you that as you do so, your faith in and knowledge and testimony of Jesus Christ and his atonement will grow. You'll gain a strong testimony of the Book of Mormon and you'll experience personal revelation and more quickly become a powerful and spiritual missionary. Love, Prison Sister Townsend. So, much like Eller Rasband's mission president, they uh, challenged us to read through and mark mentions of Christ, his words, or the words that he spoke through his prophets, and his attributes. And so I have, well, these are my, all the different times I read it <laughs> on my mission, um, which was, a, I think I did it the total of three times as a missionary. Um, and I have it all, and it looks a lot, actually a lot like um, other Razbands, which I find a good page. This is why, so I also have, I the second time I read it through, I read it with the Institute Manual. So I have quotes from the Institute Manual glued in on pieces of paper, which is why the spine looks the way it does, <laughs> because um, it's all bulgy with, you know, twice as much paper as it should <laughs> have in it um but let me see there's one that i know i know how i have a lot of markings and stuff uh ether 12 is one of my favorite chapters and so i have i studied ether 12 a lot a lot a lot like four or five times um like just ether 12 that was the only thing i studied that day and so I have many, 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 many markings on this page. Um, but it made me really happy to like be reminded of this and to pull out my old copy and like read through it um, or look look through it or look some of the, the notations that I had made and the markings that were on there. Um, and to be reminded of how I gained a testimony of the Book of Mormon which was honestly a very similar way to um, Elder Rasband. And um, I think I mentioned this a couple episodes ago that um, before my mission, I was not good at reading the scriptures. Um, I, I just wasn't. <laughs> and um, I was not able to, like I was a reader, I loved reading. Um, my mom read to us starting when we were really little, but I just couldn't get lost in scriptures like I could. It just didn't make sense to me. But having a challenge, having something to look for, um, and having that designated hour every day. I mean, I didn't study the Book of Mormon for an hour every day, but um, for at least 20, 20, 30 minutes, I was in the Book of Mormon. Um, that's kind of gross. I have all my like. Anyway, um, I was able to get lost in scriptures. Like I remember the first time I got lost in the Book of Mormon, and I looked up and I've been reading for like forty minutes instead of thirty. 
And I was like, oh shoot, now I'm not gonna be able to study the other things I wanted to study because there are certain things that our mission president wanted us to study during the day, uh, during our personal study and like preach my gospel and things like that. And, but I was so excited that I got lost in the scriptures and that I was starting to know, it's been so long now that I, like I'm not in it enough to remember, but by about nine months in, I could at least know approximately where a story happened. So if somebody was like, oh, well, when Alma and the sons of Mosiah get visited by the angel, that's somewhere in Mosiah. It's Mosiah something, something. And it made me really happy to know this book so well and to be able to pull out scriptures in a lesson and say, oh, well, this verse I really love because it talks about exactly what you're talking about. Um, and then as same thing, I, my second time through, I marked, or no, that was me. The second time through, I did institute manual. The third time through, I marked the lessons in preaching the gospel. So restoration of plan of salvation and gospel of Jesus Christ. And let me tell you, gospel of Jesus Christ, definitely the most that I marked the book of Mormon. If that surprises you at all, it shouldn't. But anyway, um... I, but I really loved having the opportunity to like read through and, and remember how I gained my testimony of the Book of Mormon as a missionary and um, the very lovingly worn old Book of Mormon. Actually, some of the lettering is coming off of the front. You can't even see all of Mormon anymore. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, he goes on to talk about... Um, you know, there's much more to reading my to my reading than just marking scriptures. With each reading of the Book of Mormon front to back, I was filled with a profo profound love for the Lord. I felt a deeply rooted with, sorry, deeply rooted witness of the truth of his teachings, and how they apply to this day. This book fits its title, Another Testament of Jesus Christ, with that study, and the spiritual witness that was received. I became a Book of Mormon missionary and disciple of Jesus Christ. Um, <clears throat> and I, I loved a couple of, I mean, that whole quote's really good, but I really loved that I was filled with a profound love for the Lord. And then this book fits its title, Another Testament of Jesus Christ. <clears throat> and that was something that I think part of the reason that I had a hard, such a hard time studying scriptures when I was growing up was I didn't didn't completely understand the why behind why I was reading the scriptures, and I didn't understand the stories and how they all connected. And you know, as an eight year old, it's kind of hard to follow the all of the stories in the Book of Mormon over what six hundred years, seven hundred almost a thousand years, um, and like know how they all fit together and who was related to who and map where everybody moved to and from um <clears throat> and then how they actually applied to me it's like these people lived thousands of years ago why am i reading about them and so when i finally started to really understand that and apply the things that i was learning 
to myself and also teaching it to other people and helping them try to apply it to their life, it all clicked. And just as Elder Rasband said, I was filled with a profound love for the Lord and from the Lord. There were many a time that I sat reading my Book of Mormon and I just felt so absolutely loved. Um, my mission was really hard for me. I went through a lot of stuff as a missionary. Um, I had anxiety, which just was lovely all the time. And um, I had a lot of family stuff going on at home with my parents and my siblings and COVID was lovely, it was great. Um, and it was, it was really rough. And um, it was really wearing on me as an introvert who don't, doesn't like to talk to people, but I was around people all day. I had my companion with me 24 seven. I didn't have any breaks except we were in the bathroom or showering. And it was a lot for me, but my personal study, I was able to figure out how to be alone without being alone. So my personal studies in the morning and then like, you know, between 9.30 and 10.30 when we went to bed um, was my me time, basically. <laughs> and I was able to fill that me time with the Book of Mormon and with me time with the Lord. And that was my reset every morning. Um was to be reminded of why I was there and that I was a disciple of Christ. So he goes on to talk about President Nelson and um, how how much of a missionary President Nelson is, how good he is at flooding the world with the Book of Mormon. Um, uh, he says, When President Nelson meets with guests, presidents, kings, heads of state, and leaders of business and organizations, and bis oh my goodness, leaders of businesses and organizations, and of diverse faiths, whether at church headquarters or in their own locations, he reverently pre presents this book of revealed scripture. And he tells a couple of stories of uh, President Nelson giving Book of Mormons. Book, copies of the Book of Mormon to people and uh, like there was one it was the an African tribal king in Ghana and after he gave a kind of a speech he was approached by the king and asked who are you and President Nelson said that he was an apostle of Jesus Christ and the king was asked, well, what can you teach me about Christ? And so President Nelson handed him a copy of the Book of Mormon, and they read from 3 Nephi 11, which is when um, Christ visits the Americas. And, and then he gave him the Book of Mormon, and the king said, you could have given me diamonds or rubies, but nothing is more precious to me than this additional knowledge about the Lord Jesus Christ. which just hits me in all of the feels, <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> um, he quote, and then he quotes President Nelson. He says, 
The truths of the Book of Mormon, President Nelson has said, have the power to heal, comfort, restore, succor, strengthen, console, and cheer our souls. And that, I believe, is from a talk of his. October 2017 General Conference, the Book of Mormon, what would your life be like without it? And just the, the words that he uses in that quote, heal, comfort, restore, succor, strengthen, console, and cheer our souls. And that's what I felt as a missionary. And that's what I feel every time I read the Book of Mormon, honestly. Um, I feel healed and comforted and restored and suckered and strengthened and consoled and cheered, like all of those things. And I also just, I get so much more knowledge every time I read it, which people always talked about that being like, oh, every time you read the Book of Mormon, something new will stand out to you. Even though you know it so well, I think something new will stand out to you. And that definitely, definitely happened. Even when I, you know, immediately finished and immediately started it right away. It's 530 pages or whatever, right? And so I go back and I'm like, oh, I haven't read this in a while. And something new would stand out to me and I would mark it. Um, which is probably why it's marked so heavily. <laughs> is that I just kept marking things. Um, I remember as a missionary as well, my, my mission president, my second mission president. So I got this for my first mission president. And then about two, three months into my mission, we got a new president and he was also all about the book of mormon and he challenged us to read the book of mormon every single day for at least 30 minutes um and he bore his testimony very very powerfully about um the anxiety that he felt as a mission president the like weight and the responsibility that he felt to to take care of all of us um physically spiritually and make sure everything kept running smoothly in the mission, trainings and all of that. And he'd always talk about getting up in the morning and feeling just so like weighted down and so anxious about trying to make, making sure he took care of us in the way that the Lord wanted us to be taken care of. And then he's like, and then I'll read the Book of Mormon. And those anxieties just kind of go away because I know that the Lord loves me and he know and I know the Lord loves all of you and that if I'm trying my hardest that that we're gonna succeed in this this mission that he's given us and I noticed that that would happen for me as well and I guess I never went away because it's always there because it's lovely <laughs> but they would lessen and I would feel that love and the the confidence that, that, that God had in me and my companion as we were teaching his children every day. And it was really, really amazing. So anyway, um, so he tells another story and then he, he talks about being inspired by President Nelson's example and also trying to more fervently share the Book of Mormon with people. Um, he <clears throat> talks about going to Mozambique and talking to the country's president who asked him what he was doing and like what their mission was here and everything and gave him a copy of the, the Book of Mormon. 
um, and a couple other like things like that. And then he says, oops. Now, brothers and sisters, you do not have to go to Mozambique or India or meet with kings and rulers to give someone this book of sacred teachings and promises. I invite you this day to give a Book of Mormon to your friends and family, your associates at work, your soccer coach, or the produce man at your market. They need the words of the Lord found in this book. They need answers to the questions of everyday life and of eternal life to come. They need to know of the covenant path laid out before them and the Lord's abiding love for them. It's all here in the Book of Mormon. And... And he talks about, he's like, you don't even have to give a physical one. You can, they can download it on their phone. They have the, the Book of Mormon app now and the Gospel Library if, <clears throat> if you want to do, to do that instead. Um, I also wanted to point out here, well, I'm thinking about it because it just popped into my head. One of the big things that we did as missionaries, um, the big deal in Preach My Gospel was questions of the soul. Um which are things like, where did I come from? Why am I here? Where am I going? Why do bad things happen to good people? Questions that a lot of people have and are looking for answers for, right? And there's a list in Preach My Gospel, if you ever are curious, to que those questions with um, references in the Book of Mormon to where they are answered or at least discussed. Um, which I think are pretty cool that you can go through and, and look at and have those questions answered pretty well by the Book of Mormon. So I have a couple of questions to go along with all of this. It's kind of, like I said, it's all, there aren't sections or anything, it's just all his, um, his testimony of the Book of Mormon. But, excuse me. My two questions, what experiences have you had with the Book of Mormon? I had a lot of people, a lot of people that I taught as a missionary ask, you know, well, when was the one moment that you knew the Book of Mormon was true? And I was never able to give them the straight answer because it wasn't just one experience. It was a whole lot that at one point I looked back and I said, wow, this, this book is true. Like these are the words of the Lord because they're speaking to me. Um, <clears throat> but there have been experiences in my life where I look back and I think, wow, that was really cool. And the Book of Mormon is what facilitated that moment in my life. And so I want to ask you, when you think about what experiences have you had with the Book of Mormon, even if you've never read it all the way through, if you know the stories or a verse that particularly stands out to you or that you love a lot, um, you know, what experiences have you had with that? Um, and what has that taught you? As, as Elder Asbun was saying, that those, the experiences that he had with the Book of Mormon were what um, spurned his testimony of specific gospel truths and doctrines. And the other one is, how can you share the Book of Mormon with those around you? Um, 
I'm a very big believer in the fact that you don't have to give somebody a copy of the Book of Mormon to be doing missionary work. Um, and I still think that, like, if that's not the only way to be a missionary. That's not the only thing I did as a missionary. I hardly ever handed out Book of Mormon, actually. Um, and even as, like, as you said, you don't need to be going around and talking to kings and queens and heads of state to be talking about the Book of Mormon. Um, you can just be testifying of truths that are in the Book of Mormon and talking about God's love and all of that amazingness that's in the Book of Mormon. Um, so for you personally, like do you ponder what how can you share the Book of Mormon with the people around you? Um, and it may, the Lord's answer may surprise you and be something you might not have ever thought of, thought of before. So those are my two questions for you. Also, my further reading is literally the Book of Mormon. <laughs> um, duh, right? <laughs> um, I love the Book of Mormon so much and I, I need to be better at reading it every day. I've I've slacked off a lot. But I love it and I am living proof that if you're reading it every day you're gonna find something that, that speaks to you and you don't even have to read it from cover to cover. Um I like to read it in order just because that's how my brain works. But my mission person's wife who I adore, um, she, it, it worked better for her to study by topic. So she would pick a topic like faith um, or repentance or a question, something like that, um, and read through it. That way going, kind of jumping around different stories and different verses rather than going from front to back. <clears throat> Um, it's always nice to have something to look for, obviously, as President Re as other Rasmen talked about and how I talked about. There's also a, um, a really famous M MTC talk that other Bednar gave years and years ago that they actually make you watch as a, as a missionary in the MTC uh, your first Sunday. <clears throat> they ask you to they have you watch it. It's called The Character of Christ. And at the end, he talks about what he's been doing for years is he'll get a blank copy of the Book of Mormon and he'll ask a question. Um, something that's been on his mind, something he's trying to be better at or or a character, a characteristic of Christ, attribute of Christ. And read through the whole Book of Mormon with that question, with that attribute of Christ in mind and mark places that answer that question for him every day when he reads it. And so he has a collection of Book of Mormons of just tracting like soft cover Book of Mormons, each with a question written in the inside cover and marked with answers to that question that he got as he studied. Um, I personally have not done that. Usually I, I'm looking, I have a list of things that I already want to look for in the Book of Mormon, but that's also a good one to do. I think that's a really great, awesome. Thing. I had companions that did that who had three or four copies already. 
that they were working through. Um, but I highly recommend that you read the Book of Mormon and get to know it. And I know it's hard when, you know, we have come follow me and we're in the Old Testament, not the Book of Mormon. And to be like reading in two places at once and have so much to study. Um, but even if it's just a few, a few verses or a chapter um, in the Book of Mormon, I, I promise it's worth it. I promise. Um, and then the other further reading that I talked about would be um, that that section in Preach My Gospel. I want to say it's its own chapter, but um, I may be lying to you. So <laughs> let me see if I can find it. They moved stuff around, so I have to remember where everything is. Okay. So it's in chapter 5 of Preach My Gospel, which is what is the role of the Book of Mormon. And there's a section that says the Book of Mormon answers questions of the soul. And they have a list of look like 20 questions. Is there a God? What does Jesus Christ expect of me? How can I believe Jesus Christ helped me? Is there life after death? Yada, 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 with at least one reference. Um... To directly to the Book of Mormon. It's either a chapter or a couple of verses um, that if you're ever curious you can go and maybe there's a question there that you're wondering about or struggling with that those may help you with. Um, yeah, I love the Book of Mormon. I will never be able to put into words how much the Book of Mormon means to me and how grateful I am to have it in my life. Um, but it's a pretty amazing book and I'm super grateful for it. Thank you so much for listening to and or watching this episode of General Conference Conversations. Be sure to like and follow and share us on Facebook and Instagram. And if you like the show, please subscribe or leave a review and tell your friends and family. Also, a quick reminder that there is a physical study guide to go along with these videos. Uh, you can find that link in the description. Until next time.